Tim and myself, Alex. I know we've been gone for a while. It's been over a month now that we haven't posted any episode. Uh, but don't worry, there's a reason why. It's because we've been grinding and finding new guests and amazing topics. And today is a special episode because we're hosting someone that uh, really inspired me for a while and is also one of the reasons why I've kind of started TikTok two years ago uh, because of incest of humor and its authenticity. So please, everyone, welcome Loïc Superville. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, I'm, I'm doing good. I, I, I actually didn't know that that little anecdote that I was one of the reasons you started TikTok. Uh, yeah, there you go. I'm dropping, I'm dropping the bomb here live today. Yeah, it's funny because like I, I always ask people, most people who started TikTok started during the pandemic because they were just bored. <laughs> they didn't have anything else to do. And I feel yeah, like we yeah. were part of that. We were part of that movement. That's we were part of that movement and I remember pretty well. Uh, I started TikTok with Tom in June 2020. So we started kind of as a joke. Um yeah, yeah, and yeah. we started seeing your videos. And they were so similar than ours that we were just like, let's just kind of do the same thing uh, because we kind of like this guy vibe. Uh, I'm not saying the same thing like we're like doing the same video as him, but kind of keeping the same energy and uh, like doing the same subject. So like French sure. and also dealing with the French accent. Uh, so look again, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And we're going to start Thanks. first by asking you the question that everybody wonder. Yeah. Who, <coughs> who is Loïc? And first of all, how do you even pronounce your name? Because I'm sure like American are like... L you know what, what I what I tell every American, and most of the time it always sticks, is uh, my name is Low, like Low, and Weak, like Febre. Low Weak. <laughs> <laughs> That's such Either, a good way to put it. So That's people good. are like, yeah, okay, we get the image. <laughs> it's clear in our That's, heads now. Uh, awesome. but yeah, so, so who I, are you? I guess I'm, I'm an actor is how I would define myself. That, that's kind of been my career path. Uh, for the past like 10 years now, if not more. Um, and yeah, I, I, I guess, you know, people mostly know me as, as the French guy on, on TikTok. Um, but I, I started doing it, as we were saying, just because I, I got bored during the pandemic and I was stuck at home with my parents because I didn't have a job anymore and so I couldn't pay rent. So the reason why you started social media is because of your acting career, kind of, because you wanted to keep practicing and keep acting while exactly. being in you know, a lockdown at home? Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, and I mean, I, I love to perform and I love to, you know, make people laugh. And that was kind of the goal. And, and at first it really was just for like my family, some close friends. Um, like I would get no, some friends big that would send me sounds and they'd be like, hey, it'd be really funny if you use this sound. I was like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. And, and then eventually I would just like think of like little stupid sketches that I could do. And I very quickly found my niche in this like French American or English, uh, you know, community. Like you're just way more than just Americans, like, like following you or even us or even on the podcast. There's people from all around the world, sometimes not even just speaking English, you know, speaking Spanish, Portuguese, Absolutely. literally everywhere. You're more of the, the language guy than the French guy <clears throat> at that point. You have English because like, what's funny is like a lot of people are like, you know, he makes fun of, of French, but like you make fun of English as well, which is like, <laughs> yeah, English makes no sense as well. Like yeah. we struggle to learn and you make fun of <laughs> Spanish as well. And you're so, it's so funny. He does the three. He does French, English and Spanish. So can you explain to us like how do you speak fluently these two languages? 
So basically, I was born in Mexico. My parents were also born in Mexico, but my, my grandparents are French. Uh, and my parents met in the French Lycée in Mexico. That's where they met. Oh, okay. And, what uh, part of Mexico? Mexico City. Okay. Well, actually, actually we, we, I grew up in Valle de Bravo, which is like two hours away from Mexico City. But my parents lived most of their lives in Mexico City. Um, yeah. And then, and then when I was about two years old, we moved up to California and San Francisco. And uh, we spoke French at home, though. And I went to a French lycée, like my parents. And uh, and moving to the U.S., that's where I picked up English. And I was and I was two, so you know I, you pick it up so easily, especially when you're surrounded by it. Yeah, I think you're the only guy that I know that you can that can pronounce the R's in French correctly, the the in English correctly, and the R's in I can't even do it. The R's in Spanish correctly. Like all of these yeah. are so hard. Like they don't they're not compatible. Like and yeah, what's so funny? What's so funny is that people, when you speak French, um, they think because it's a Latin language, like everybody here in the United States, they're like, oh, you should be, you should be speaking English, uh, Spanish because like yeah, it's the same you thing. speak French. It's the same thing. I mean, yeah. I'm like, wow, I wish. I literally <laughs> barely can introduce myself in Spanish. It's like not the same language at all. You have the same yeah. words, the same grammatical stuff, uh, but it's a different type of language. So like for you to be able to speak Spanish fluently isn't just because you like you grew up like speaking French. Even I'm, I'm sure it helped though. No, I mean, yeah, I totally agree with that. I, I think, I think there are some languages like Italian, for example, uh, is a good example of a language that because I speak Spanish, I could probably, if I learned the vocabulary, uh, get that accent pretty quickly. Yeah, because it's, it's all it's all about like the the muscles in your mouth getting used to it, which is why it's so hard to not have an accent unless you learn the language at a very young age, because your mouth yeah. just gets like is much more adaptable when you're young. Do you think that speaking three languages helped you? Uh, being a better actor and kind of learning script in a better way and memory memorizing stuff easier? Uh, actually, I don't think that it's the, the fact that I speak lang three languages. I think it's the fact that I've, that I grew up uh, with three different cultures. I, I, I've, I had a professor once who told us like one of the best things you can do as an actor is just travel because that's where like yeah. you meet different people, you, meet, you, you, you learn different cultures and kind of that, that's, the thing that really opens up your mind to, you know, not only other people's point of view, but, you know, just the way that humans are in the world. And it gives you a much wider range. Learning other languages gets you closer to culture. Being closer to culture helps you being closer to the, the, the character that you're playing, no matter what role you're playing. Um, so it's cool, yeah, super cool I, that I, you're doing I cinema. But, but so... You've done cinema both in the U.S. and in France, right? So what's the... Yeah, uh, what think, yes. What do you think is the biggest difference between between both? Like, Oh, man. I think there's more of a, a sincerity in the way Americans approach it. I, I think the French approach it in a much more theatrical way. Um, and, and I think that it's helped me a lot to see, you know, both sides of it. Um, yeah. and, and I think and you that can create your own style. Be, well, yeah, I, I think it might be one of the reasons why theater is much bigger in France, but you know, cinema and film and TV is much bigger in the U.S. is because of the yeah, way they approach sense. acting. So I think this is a huge, big speculation. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I respect that. Thank you for, like, sharing this. But, like, this would come back in my question. Like, why when we, like, watch an American movie and when we watch a French movie, we can feel that difference in acting? Yeah, I, I, I one of the reasons is because uh, America has a much bigger... Uh, 
and they're much more involved in film and TV. Like Hollywood is just huge. And I think yeah. that because it's been, uh, you know, it, it, cinema has been a bigger deal in the U.S. longer than it has in France for acting. Because I think I think there's a, a what's the word that I'm looking for? It's not s- snobism, but like, you know, some theater actors for a long time were like, no, I'm a theater actor. I'm not a I'm not a oh. TV actor. You know what I mean? Whereas in the U.S., so a I think it's a little fat quicker. Yeah. So. Okay. 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't know that because I know that a lot of people that start like TV acting, in the past, did theater. Most. Yes. Yeah. It sounds like you start by theater and then. I think the best film and TV actors started in theater. Uh, I really do. If I'm not wrong, Timothée Chalamet did he not like do theater in New York City. Yeah. Yeah. He, he did a lot of theater in, in New York. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah he did a lot of I mean, theater. Right, like right now, when I think of like a French American actor that like everybody would know, like you listening and watching the podcast, it's Timothée Chalamet. Uh, but we speak about French cinema, American cinema. Uh, the audience here is always looking for new movies to watch and always like want to know more about French actors and like who to follow and everything. Uh, if you had to pick like three French movies uh, for the rest of your life to watch, which one would it be? All right. Uh, Les Intouchables. Yeah. And I know, I know that movie was actually a really big deal in the U.S. Uh, they even made an American version with Brian Cranston, Kevin yeah, Hart, I believe. Um, yeah, that but, didn't uh, work I mean, that's at the all. movie that I discovered Omar Sy in that movie, and for that, I was like, "This guy is a genius! Like one of the best actors I've ever seen in my life." What What makes Omar Sy so different for you than like all the French actors? I, I I don't know. I don't know that he's like that much different, but it's just like. In, in that movie specifically, there's just um, so much sincerity. Uh, there's a duality. There's a duality to his character because he's like you know he, he he's from the streets. He he's had a really rough life, and yet there's like this playfulness to him um, that's so endearing, and and he's just so lovable in that movie because of that. Like he doesn't lose his playfulness. And, and I think that's what makes me love him so much. But he still has this sort of rough exterior. And, he, you know, he's had to grow up in the streets. So he's had to, like, fend for himself. He, he spent time in jail. But, uh, but you know, there's also scenes where he's, like, fucking um, goofing around. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he, he's so much fun. But he's also so touching. And, uh, and yeah, love him. Yeah, Omar C is really amazing. Yeah, he's great. We, we often talk about like what we miss about France because, you know, we're here and, and we moved from France to the U.S. You kind of did the opposite. Is there anything that you miss uh, or should I say, what do you miss about the U.S.? People. <laughs> <laughs> the people. No, I love that. Why? Uh, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I grew up thinking it was kind of like a stereotype, you know, but it's. My first year in France, I already realized there's just like an aggressiveness to people. Yeah. And, and let me let me just let me explain it before it comes off as like just an out like just a stereotype. It's I think it's just th- there's good and bad to that sort of attitude. And I think that I mean, the bad is obvious, like you don't want to be around aggressive people all the time. But also the good is just like in, in relationships. There's this thing in the U.S. where like people don't want to. Uh, they, they don't want tension and they don't want confrontation. Right. So what they'll do is that they'll end up being fake sometimes. And yeah. they'll like, 
you know, some people will be like, hey, like Mean Girls, Mean Girls is a perfect representation of society in the US, <laughs> like, like in friendships and stuff. It's just people yeah. who are like constantly bitching behind people's back, but will never like be upfront. And in France, it, yeah. people are like, sometimes to a fault are upfront. Like, I don't think I ever got in like an out, like in, 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 in a fight with someone when I was in the US in college. Like I didn't, I would just like be upset at someone, they'd be upset at me and like, we move on. But yeah. here, when someone's upset at you, they'll like like scream at your face, and you're like, "Whoa, I'm not ready for this." <laughs> um, so we actually I, so love I've competition like, in France. I've been in yelling matches with with friends, like, and I'm like, "This is so weird." But also, once that once that's over, it's like, "Wow, we like got stuff off you our feel chest." Better, we, yeah, yeah. There's we, a weight we, up. Yeah, we chest. we talked it out, and I mean, th there's uh, aggressiveness that like sometimes is unwarranted. But uh, but yeah, I, I went to New York like two weeks ago or maybe a lot uh, like three or something with my girlfriend and we were shocked at how like people are just generally sweeter. In France, if something's missing in your plate or if your plate's coming like a little late, like you would go like after the waiters, like where the hell is my plate? Like I'm yeah, not yeah. paying for that. Like, like I'm the customer, like I'm king, you know, like that's how I do things. Here, people's a little more like, all right, that's okay. My plate's gonna be late, but it's not his fault. Something probably messed up in the yeah. kitchen. Yeah. Um, well, I think I think it comes down to the same thing. And again, this is all in huge parentheses because, of course, there are people who are like that. But yeah, I, I found that that's a, it's 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 common. It it's just the way it is, I guess. I don't know. People are just raised that way here. Yeah. But so to get back to to the the, to the main question, what do you miss most about the U.S.? Like people are just a lot sweeter. Yeah. And a lot, like, yeah. they don't like confrontation. And, uh, and, yeah, and I remember being, like, like when my dad would, like, say something, I was like, Dad, don't say anything. He's like, no, I'm not, I'm not being mean. I'm just, like, letting them know. Cause, like, cause they that's ask. how you grow, like, too. Like, no that's, that's, our, that's our way of thinking. It's like, it's like you do, you're not going to grow. You're not going to become better if nobody tells you. You know, it's like, is exactly, that friend that exactly. never tells you that you have something in your teeth? Then how are you supposed to know, you know? Yeah, it's like my dad said, well, like, well, you'll, never, you'll never become men if you're not direct and straightforward with people. I'm like... Well, that's how that's how that's how people like also, uh, you know, describe American parents, which is like they're always extremely supportive and positive, which, of course, that's amazing. But there are times where you just have to be like, no, like that wasn't that wasn't good. You, know what yeah. I mean? you just and went to jail. Okay. It's not a it's good okay experience. <laughs> yeah. If you're watching and you're from the United States and even if you're from somewhere else, thank you for being so sweet and so patient uh, with other people. <laughs> we gladly appreciate that. Uh, uh, one thing, though, that, uh, that sometimes like, kind of like triggered me, uh, and that's something that I miss about friends, mm -hmm. um, is politics. Sometimes it's kind of struggle here uh, fitting uh, into the, the politics system, political system here. Uh, there's a lot of differences that we have back in France, especially recently. Um, and that's, that's going to lead to my question, uh, Loic. What, what are your thoughts on the recent Roe v. Wade decision made by the Supreme Court here in the United States? Yeah, well, you know, uh, for a while now, um, I've been really happy that I'm not there. And I know, okay. that, yeah. I know that I've had a lot of friends uh, from the U.S. like, dude, they're so lucky to be in France right now. Um, And, and of course, every country has its own issues, right? But it's true that for, like, the past several years, like, I want to say, you know, of course, the U.S. has never been perfect. But I, I think since Trump, I've just, things that have happened in that country have just been, like, insane, you know? And I, and I think that, and I, I think that 
one thing that was good about the Trump presidency is that it it really made light of the issues that for a really long time we were kind of ignoring, I guess. And uh, just to yeah. just to, to just to let people know uh, that people that are not from the United States or doesn't know what Roe v. Wade is, Roe v. Wade was uh, like the law that allowed abortion in the United States that was overturned. Um, I would say like a couple of weeks ago uh, by the Supreme Court saying that now it's the uh, states that are going to choose if either the abortion is going to be legal right. or illegal. Yeah, so Roe v. Wade was like a federalized abortion right. So like all 50 states had to follow it. It's like it's fucking it's a disaster. It's like, you know, We're going women's women's rights, women's to the health is just like completely thrown out the window. And it's 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 a disaster. There's just no other word for it. I I, I was, it was it's so shocking that a country that prides itself on being like the land of the free doesn't let people be free. <laughs> it's just yeah. what what are, what are you guys doing? I've had a lot of conversation and a lot of debates with American um, here, and usually I have a lot of Christian friends. Um, and I have nothing against like being Christian, not at all. Um, the only thing is I feel like sometimes I just, I just think that you can be a Christian um, and allow abortion and allow other people to live free. Um, right. And I have again, and, I, I, and I'm going to highlight this. I respect every religion, every background, every culture. I just think that at the end of the day, and that's how we grew up in France, you are a free human being. And you cannot stop others' people freedom because of what you want. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's kind of what I was trying to say. Like, I think in France in general, and we are more pro-choice. Like, we want people to choose for themselves. Uh, and then when you kind of um, force, how do you say it? When you force someone's uh, decisions because you believe something else, is I, I think it's wrong. Like, I mean, yeah, you I mean, the U.S. has that a huge issue should. with with separation of state and religion. Uh, yeah. I mean, the president still has to say in God we trust. It's like, uh, I mean, yeah, sure. But now we live in a society where not everybody believes in God. You know what I mean? So let's like maybe let's move away from that because we need a clear separation be between what people believe and what people are free to do. And, yeah, we did that and, in and France, I, like I think that ago. the big problem with this whole abortion thing is that it's a philosophical question. It really is. Like some people are like, well, it's not a human until it's like been born. And, and all these questions and they're like arguing about that. And it's like, that's, that's not, that's not the question on the table. The question on the table is like, what do, what do each individual believe in? What are they allowed to do for their health, for their yeah. well being? Uh, and then, and then we can talk about that other stuff in, in like a philosophical matter, not in like a practical matter where we uh, force people to, to do what we believe, you know what I mean? As long as it doesn't, hurt other people and, and that's why people don't really understand like the whole gun thing it's like that's affecting other people's lives and there's this thing that i've always said which is like your freedom ends where someone else's freedom begins and it's like exactly. that, that's, that's, that's our thing in french yeah oh is it a french thing ta liberté s'arrête quand celle des autres commence je crois i might have picked it up from the french thing but uh but yeah i think it's uh i really hope but i think the big issue We'll, we'll talk about that later. But uh, yeah, I really, really hope that within <laughs> it's, the it's next couple of years... If, if, if we like, want to talk about it, like we, we could go on for we hours. We could make a whole podcast so. <laughs> episode. On the could make a whole season way. with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, especially, as you guys know, the French love debating. Love, love. Oh, That's my debating. God. 
Oh my, and, and that and that goes into the other thing, which is like French are not afraid of talking about politics. And and actually, my my girlfriend who's French when we went to New York, it was I think it was like it was right after uh, it had been overturned. But she was shocked at how few people talked about it. Or it was yeah. also like the shooting. She was like, nobody's talking about any of it. Whereas in France, that's all you'll talk about if that's what happened like that week or that month. Like that's <laughs> it's the whole yeah, subject. People toss, post about it on social media, but they don't actually debate. Like, that's why yeah. we stay at, at restaurants or at, like, at dinner for, like, hours. Like, actually hours. is because, like, we talk about these things and, like, we try to understand the other point of views. And that kind of brings us to the next question and, and the next um, observation is, like, here in the U.S., you only have two parties, right? You only have two political parties and they're becoming very, um, how to say that, they're... Uh, very extreme both parties are very extreme and like they hate each other in france uh we counted yesterday because the french presidential like, elections were recent like there was what 12 was it was it 12 parties that that um were presented it's like you had 12 choices to vote for your president and in the u.s you only have two like that's something that's so crazy to me is like you 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 have a choice but you really don't have a choice here Right. That's the thing is that there are, there are technically other parties, but if you vote for them, you basically uh, give Lost away the vote. vote blank. Technically, yeah. 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 It's a, it's a, it's, it, you know, and again, politics is very like large and again, we could spend hours. Um, but my question to you, Loic is, um, we talked about the French yeah. election. Are you scared, um, of what's going on in France, like why, like why do you think extreme parties are getting more popular according to our last election? When you can see uh, Eric Zemmour getting that much attention, or even Marine Le Pen going uh, for the second time at the second round now of the election? Yeah, it's scary. What do you think? Why do you think this happened in a country where we're mostly socialist and we're for people's, you know, freedom and social rights? I mean, one thing that we have to know which is like i i think is a good thing is that french is uh because in france you have like la gauche which is the left you have like what was to the right and it, basically the equivalent of gauche is democratic the equivalent of right is uh, republican basically just because it's conservative liberal and then you have le centre but you have to know that that scale is completely out of whack because the centre in france is actually like extremely liberal in the u.s uh, you know what i mean like yeah. like um what's his name bernie who like in the u.s is seen as like a socialist an insane liberal uh he is he's he would be centre in france his ideals make him like center in france um so like people who are the gauche like uh Mélenchon, in the u.s would never fly because he's just he's like He's he's an actual socialist, uh, yeah. whereas Bernie, he's like just doing his best to make America a little more socialist. But it's nothing to do with France. Um, so Basically. I think that the scale is so even Marine Le Pen, who seems insane here, which she is, isn't as bad as like a Trump, I think, just because the scale is. But it is true that recently we've had a lot more voters for the extreme droite and the extreme droite has leaned a little more than it, it used to. Um But I think that the reason that is, which is, I think, a phenomenon that happens in every country, in every democracy, is that we're, whenever things aren't going super well, for whatever reason, and now let's say that it might have been because of the pandemic, people not only need 
a different solution because they're like, well, this one's clearly not working, but they need an extreme solution because they want change and they want it now. So I think that they're saying, okay, well, this government has been way too liberal for way too long and nothing's changed and my life is still shitty and I don't feel like I'm making enough money and I have to give all these tax to this country and it's like driving me insane. So what are you going to do? You're not going to vote for the guy that's a little more right because you don't think that that's going to change. If you vote for someone like Marie Le Pen, who's like extreme right, who's going to make like radical changes, then you'll be like, maybe we'll see some changes because like we haven't seen any changes. So I think that's what's happening. I'm hoping that's what's happening. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think that it always kind of goes back and forth. Like we had Obama for eight years. Uh, of course, we'd have a Trump after that. You know what I mean? Like people yeah. were like, like, no, he's too liberal. We need Trump. Um, yeah, so, so you're saying that those decisions are made because people are getting more towards the individual than the group. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. How about we get toward the topic a little happier, a little, you know, that makes people <laughs> want to go to France, absolutely. Uh, and today I wanted to kind of give an idea of, of how to get social uh, in France and how to make friends and where to make friends. Um, because I know that, for example, people like us, you know, we're, we're pretty friendly. We want to go towards people. We want to meet people. We want to create relationships. Um, and I know a couple places, and the good thing is Luke and I both live and lived in Paris. So we, uh, I have a couple, like, website, apps, association, or even some bars that I want to mention on today's episode for the people that are visiting France for the yeah. summer or even, like, living in France uh, for university or um, or job. Uh, oh wow! Okay, that's interesting. I I, I mean, I th I think that you know, Facebook groups are great for that. You, you literally just like, especially if you need like, if you if you just moved to France, you don't speak a word of French, you need your like uh, your English speaking community. Like honestly, that's the best thing. You just look up like Americans in France or English men, English people in France, like stuff like that. Or, or I know there's like English bars that I, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't name a single one. Uh, I have a friend that works. What? Princess, Princess Street, Rue Princesse in France has a ton of Irish bars. Yeah. But like, they're like actual problem. You like you're only going to, like you can hear like even the waitress and, and, and waiters speak English. And you, you literally, yeah, you yeah, yeah. like they're actually from there. My favorite is Facebook from all time. The first thing I did when I moved to the US was. Uh, group d'expat français yeah. uh, à Los Angeles ou uh, à New York or whatever. Uh, but one uh, website that I absolutely love to meet people and do like stuff like artsy stuff, like sports, like workout is meetup.com. Like meetup.com, like you can find like everything. For example, if I want to do yoga, I can do yoga like yeah. like 10 minutes away from here. Do you, I, think do you, know you I think you told me about that app when we spoke. I think I probably did. I probably did. It's it, it's to meet people. It's to, it's not like something like dating apps. It's not a dating app. Uh, it's just to genuinely make meet friends. people and make friends. I think and I use that to try to find a soccer team in, in Paris. No, yes, exactly. Exactly. I did the same here in the US. So, so I, right now I'm based in Orange County, California. And before yeah. I, uh, I um, t uh, joined my team here uh, in uh, Newport Beach, I used to go on meetup.com and do like pickup soccer with people. Yeah, it's great. What do you think if you want to meet your French lover? What do you What do you think you should go? <laughs> what app do you think you should use? Cool Florent. No, I'm just kidding. Cool Florent. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Florent. <laughs> I mean, I mean That's... honestly, 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 uh, this is no joke, and 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 I'll say this, and I've always thought this: the easiest and best place to make friends 
is at school. And of course, not everybody's at the age to go to school, but like you can always like like find a find a, a class where you if yeah, you don't speak French, find a French yeah. class. You make and so many so friends many. at school. Yeah, there's so many. Honestly, like like that's always been where I've made the most friends. Right now, ever since I started working at Disneyland, um, because I I'm in the I'm in the Lion King show now. I've made so many friends there. Uh, and, and it's because like as an actor when you're on a project with people you're bound to like create a bond with someone you know what I mean like it, 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 it's so much time together, other yeah. jobs like if you have like a desk job sometimes you just sit at your desk and you just stay there there's water, water cooler talk but that's you know the extent of it whereas when you're on a show like you just constantly are like socializing with people and working with people um, so that's that's been my experience. So if you're so an actor, don't go don't go on get, dating apps. Go to school. That's, that's exactly. what it's <laughs> better. Exactly. That's um, that's, uh, that's. But I, I mean, I know that most apps that people use in the U.S. work here too. You know, like people use Tinder here. They use Bumble. They use Hinge. Um, and and yeah, I mean, if you come as an American and you put on your Tinder profile American. You'll get some swipes, man. You'll get some right oh, yeah. swipes. You will get a ton of them because <laughs> that's the thing too. Like French people do not dislike American. It's the opposite. No. Like, we're attracted no. by people that are from different countries and especially America because the American dream, Los Angeles, New York and everything. Now, now it, it is true that in like the service industry, some French people dislike uh, either Americans who try to speak French and can't. I don't know why they have an issue with that. They're or patient. Yeah, 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 it's they, weird. It's they like, don't, come on. That's what I was explaining to my friend yesterday. A waiter that is not going to let you speak French is because he does not have the time to help you or he doesn't have the time to understand you because he has other clients. And he I, just wants to get his job. And I, I, I was a waiter back in the time. It was one of my first jobs. And I was barely speaking English back in the time. And I've always felt very like hard for me to say, please, let's speak English because I don't have time to waste because I have other clients I have three, three four other tables to like bring their plate or like uh, collect the check. I'm sorry. Yeah. I wish I could do this, but I can't. So that's why sometimes I, I, like people have this idea of the waiter. And if that makes sense. No, no, I get that. But I think there's also like a, a, a there's a, a miscommunication where the tourist loves to be able to speak the language that he's there. Like, like loves to speak French, for example, and loves to like, like work on his French. But the waiter also loves to be like, hey, I speak English. It's going to be easy with me. Like, I'm here for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know that when I was serving in Fran uh, in the U.S. and there were French customers, I would speak to them in French, but they would keep speaking to me in English. And I realized that it's because they're like, no, like, yeah. you don't have to speak to me in French because I speak English fine. Like, you know what I mean? But but I thought that I would like they would be happy to have a French waiter, but they actually want to be able to speak the language of the country that they're in. Um, so I think there's also a miscommunication there where waiters think that they're like, like actually being friendly by speaking their language. So yeah, and that's the, where the, the biggest stereotype that comes from, uh, or that helped the stereotype grow where, uh, a lot of Americans thinks that French don't like people from the U S is because of what you mentioned earlier. Where like Americans are like so happy. They're always like, so outgoing. And then French are just like, yeah, whatever. I don't know you. Like, why are you being friendly to me? Like, like, what is this? And so like. It's just a different culture, and like you have to realize that it, yeah, we're it really not is. mean. We're not trying to like not make you want to go to friends. It's just like, hey, look, like 
I, I either have a job to get this done or I don't know you. Is like, yeah, it's, it's like you gotta you gotta learn loving the French. It's, yeah, it's, it's really <laughs> like you're not loving them at first. You, it's like a process of learning. It really is how to love them. Um, we should see. make a guide on like how to approach, how to become friends. Exactly, with a <laughs> which is crazy. It's the only thing you can do is like on on internet you can find guide on how, how to become friends with the French. Yeah. Like you need like a guide, like you need like bullet points on what to do to become friends. There's like steps to the friendship Especially for sure. Especially with the Parisians. But don't worry, we'll make a list of association and bars for people that are there uh, to hit if you guys want to visit and join groups of people. Uh, but for now, I think like Louis and Tim and myself, we're going to be teach you some silly French and that's time for French 101. Oh yeah. There Let's go. go. <laughs> French 101. Loic, you're known on social media for doing very silly uh, skits of uh, using sometimes one word, one word into one sentence, or even expressions that make absolutely no sense to uh, other people from other countries. Do you have like a couple expressions in mind that you've been using in your videos that people should know and use in France? How about il pleut des cordes? That was when <laughs> oh. I was a kid. I loved that expression. Il pleut des cordes. I have never thought about this. Can yeah. you explain us what, what it means? Il pleut des uh, okay, okay. Il pleut des cordes means that it's raining rope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I don't know why when I was a kid, I loved that. But because, I mean, in English, they also have a weird one. They have, uh, it's raining cats and dogs, which, why, at what point never did we think yeah. of cats and dogs? When I it was feel raining? like the rope, like, kind of makes more sense because it's, but, yeah. Yeah, ropes would make sense because it's like a cord. It's like, because of it's like a rope. Does, yeah, ropes does make sense. But Another one that for me makes absolutely no sense, and I learned it through your videos, is quand tu fais le petit juif, un petit juif. A small, like, yeah. what is a small Jewish in French, Louis? Can you explain uh, to, to someone to say, like, oh, I just got a, a small Jewish? Uh, a small Jewish is, uh, it's the funny bone in English. And, and funny bone makes sense because it, like, it feels funny, you know, it feels yeah. weird. So it's like, yeah. it, it, and it feels like you're like, but, but the funny bone in French, it's the, the, the little Jewish. And, I don't know uh, where that comes from. It makes no sense, but that's how we call it. Yeah, I, I, it, it, it most likely has a, a racist connotation to it, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> Okay, we're not. And again, it's not when someone's saying it. It's not because they're racist. It's because it's an actual expression. <laughs> that's how we speak in French. Yes, okay. that's what it's called. It's what it's called. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do two more. Tim, do you think of any other expression in French? Or yeah, silly? there's one that like you know how like French where you always have the stereotype of like oh like they smell good, they dress good, whatever. And then we put something. It's not perfume. It's like we call that an eau de toilette. But it's like it's kind of like. <laughs> It, which which is our kind of perfume, and it means like the literal translation is toilet water. Like what? Toilet water. Yes, toilet water. Of course. It's like we just put toilet water. It's like oh, like, now we smell like, good. Like that'll do it. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Honestly, it's not like the craziest thing because it is. It's 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 like water, and it's you put it when you're in the toilet, which fine. But because we associate toilet water to literally the water in the toilet. It's like, that doesn't work anymore. We got to change it now. It's like you in your video when you take the, the water from the truck and you did this. I was like, <laughs> he did not just do that. Like, I, you, know, for, you know, for that video, I had a, I put a, I, I filled a bowl with water and I put it inside the thing so that it was clean water. But nah, don't lie like to I'm us. Don't, 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 don't lie to us. It's okay if you got a little dirty yeah, here. Man, it's okay. And, we all have our different and, fetishes. <laughs> anything, anything for the talk. Anything for the talk. Uh, <laughs> of one, course. One last and 
again, this is like tricky to me. Uh, cotton candy. How the hell do you say cotton candy in French, Loic? Please. It's a uh, it's uh, daddy's beard. <laughs> Barbe à papa. Like who the hell came up on earth? That's in so inappropriate. Here's the thing. I I think that one is really cute. Actually, I don't know why. But I just imagine like a little kid being like, "Oh, that looks like Daddy's beard." Me, 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 and I was like, oh, that's really cute. <laughs> "Very cute." <laughs> Them just eating their Daddy's beard, like, no, that's weird. That, that is kind of weird, man. I do not think that this is cute, Loic. Yeah, this and is there's little... actually there's there's actually a cartoon that I watched when I was a kid. I think it's called Baba Baba, but it's a yeah, family. Yeah. It's a family of cotton candy, and and the dad is called Baba Baba. And they're made out of cotton candy. It's it's great. It's a great show. All right, let's switch to another one. Here is the homophones. So words that are I would say the exact same, but means like a different meaning or like a completely opposite meaning. I think of the word person. If you take off the article or the determinant, so we're taking just the word as it is. A person is nobody, and person. Is someone like it's like just, a, is there just, someone wait, or is there not? It's just pourquoi, <laughs> you know, like pourquoi? Like, yeah, yeah. Why? I, 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 I don't know at what point that became that. that I, I don't know how that could have happened. <laughs> you it know just got I mean? lost in the dictionary. It's like I don't know where to put it. I think we'll say we'll we'll say it means that. And it's like oh wait, you no, you don't remember that we we said it was meaning someone else. Yeah, and like <laughs> something to, else. If you put it in English, that would be saying like il y a une personne. There is a someone. And if yeah. you're saying there's someone, then there's nobody. Just because of the <laughs> article, the whole meaning of the sentence and reality yeah. change. Yeah. So, yeah. so if you're missing something, you're confused. So if you're struggling right now with learning French, it's okay. We've gone through it when we were younger, and a lot of people are, so don't worry about it. I got one. I got one, actually. I got one. Better be I a good one. It's it's a pretty good one. It's plus and plus. Oh, my God. Plus and... You mean plus and plus? Yes. So Wait, here, both? you hear the difference because of the S. No, no, but, but not always. Not always. Uh, not because always. of the vowels. Well, well, because I, I have to say now, so you guys know that I'm talking about two different words. But in certain sentences, the S is is not said when it when it means more. Sound? Well, it's it's more uh, like when it's written and you say like like in a sentence or on a in a on a book when it says is like j'en veux plus. Yeah. It's like do you mean j'en veux plus? It's like when you read it, it's like not at all. Yes! Exactly. Why? I, Why? Every time I'm reading a book and there's a sentence, I'm like. Hold on. <laughs> What are you trying to say? Wait, but I would I don't, say I don't, know if we, I don't know if we explained it, but 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 plus and plus means more when it's plus and plus means no more. Yeah, and right. it's spelled the same way and it's spelled uh, the exact you know same the way. The difference between more is is you pronounce the s at the end. But I know that sometimes you don't and I can't think of when, but plus, I know that sometimes Il y en a plus d'une. Quand tu dis il y en a plus d'une, there's more than one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's there's more than one. Il y en a plus d'une. But you don't pronounce, but you pronounce it like there's none. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's sorry. There's so many. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll add also a list of like homophones that you can like see and use and learn quicker. And to end today's episode, I kind of wanted to uh, bring the people and the audience back into like your more famous TikTok. Your most famous TikTok is the one when you have one sentence and one word. I'm going to give you the sentence in English and you're going to have to translate it in French. Are you ready? Hit me. Let's, <laughs> I gotcha. 
A green worm goes towards a green glass. Un vert vert va vers un vert vert. Un vert vert va vers un vert vert. I have to think about. I have to think about how many vert vert were in there. Like what's so hard to understand? It's all the same word. Un vert vert va vers un vert vert. Ça aucun sens. N'importe quoi. Like insanely crazy. What about? Makes no sense. Is it an egg? Question mark. Seven one nine. It's a new one. Those three sentences would be set a neuf, set a neuf, set a neuf. Wow, I do not hear a difference. Do you? Easy. Yeah, no. Do you want to uh, do you want three, to three radically different sentences? You have to know. No, no relation whatsoever. Not like you, one word in common. And you have like word and numbers. Like, oh, yeah, God. Okay, it's tricking. It's tricking me as well. You want to do one more sentence? Yeah, the last one. The last one. I'll give it to you in in uh, in English again, and you try to translate it. The fool jumps into a bucket of seals and then takes off his coat. Un saut, un saut, saute dans un saut de saut et saute son eau. Et haute son manteau. Et haute son manteau. So un saut, saute dans un saut de saut et haute son manteau. Je savais que j'allais faire de la merde. I knew I was gonna mess that up. Non mais en tout cas, en tout cas, c'était pas mal. You guys need to know that when we did this video, I think we like did it 10 times because we couldn't get that sentence. We did it. We did it 10 times and I couldn't post it, bro, because we made a mistake. We don't say un sauce dans un saut de saut et saute son manteau. We say un sauce dans un saut de saut et haute son manteau. You don't say saute. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to say saute son manteau. We're like the French. Let us know if you understood. French number one for you. Right, thank you. Have a good one. See you next time. The French teachers of TikTok that can't even teach you French. This is what it is. C'est la vie. Uh, no, but uh, Loïc, merci beaucoup uh, d'être venu sur le podcast. Thank you so much for coming. It was so thank much fun. Thank you, guys. Fun. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Uh, Loïc, do you want to add anything? C'est normal. Comme d'arbre. Est-ce que tu veux ajouter quelque chose uh, avant de finir? Do you want to add something? We want to add also your uh, social media for people to uh, check you out. If you're learning <laughs> another language, first of all, be easy on yourself. Yeah, Don't be too hard on yourself. Point. Don't don't be ashamed ever of making mistakes ever because I know there's like this weird thing where like you'll make a mistake and somebody will correct you and you'll be like ah but it's like no it's it's great they're correcting That's how you, you learn. you'll learn that it's awesome they're not shaming you because I know that like I, I I've been losing my Spanish progressively and I I know that that comes from uh you know feeling ashamed because all my family spoke it super well and I would make mistakes and so I kind of like tried to avoid it. But no, like you speak a third language better or a second language better than most people because most people are mono monolingual. So like be proud of yourself even for just knowing three sentences. Um, and uh, if you come to France and you speak French and they make fun of you for it, don't take it because they probably don't speak English. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, speak English with them. I'm having uh, tears. <laughs> Thank you, Loïc. This was great words. Amen. Uh, Amen. <laughs> 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 uh, and yeah, uh, for my for my social medias, for sure. Uh, it mo I mean, most of the time, if you just look up my name, you'll find it uh, on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, uh, and TikTok, TikTok of course. <laughs> uh, and on Instagram, I think it's Loic dot Superville. Um, but yeah, if you you know, where can we see you in, in, in person? You said you work at Disneyland. Like of course. What? So I, I usually uh, post the days that I'm working there because it's not every day of the week, and I don't do the main role every day of the week. I think I do it three times a week. 
Uh, but I you play a tree or something, team, uh, <laughs> which plays four times a day, uh, and I play Pumba. And uh, oh, nice. yeah, if you just go to if you go to Disneyland Paris and you go to uh, uh, Le Roi Lion, les rythmes de la terre, I'll be on stage. Nice. Perfect. The Roi Lion, the rhythm of Earth. It's better than me. Last time I played, uh, when I was in high school, I played a, I played a play from Shakespeare, and I was playing a tree. Oh, wow. I had one line. Well, I listened. <laughs> wow. Least, what was, what, least... do, you, do you remember your line? No, I, I, I was a tree, man. I don't even know. I list, I it list was you probably... Play, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> I was making windows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, uh, but, uh, but yeah, and check out if in September you are in France, you can also go check out Hamilton. Uh, but follow Loïc and you'll have all these updates. So again... Loïc, merci beaucoup, euh, au plaisir, et puis j'espère qu'on va se voir bientôt, ok Merci, gros bisous les gars. Allez, à à plus, bisous Loïc. Bisous. Ciao, ciao, ciao. Bonne toi, à plus. Bye.